So I don't know if any of you are wondering um, what's going on here. Can you see this? Very good. Yeah. So again, why is gratitude so important? Why is gratitude so important? Anybody take a guess? It's a question. You can respond if you want. I'm sorry? Okay, but what does that mean to you? Appreciation. You get something in return. Okay. It, it does have many benefits. It does. Both short and long term. And I've experienced the short term more than long term because this head of mine <laughs> tends to kick in real fast. And that short-term gratitude, boy, all of a sudden in my head, it's, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Oh, my God, oh, when's the other shoe going to drop? Oh, my God, when the... Right? So gratitude is very important. Psychologists have highly researched gratitude and find it to be among the main focuses of positive psychology. Evidence suggests that people who consciously count their blessings tend to be happier and less depressed. But how? There's the magic question. The how is gratitude changes our brains. Did you realize that? How many of you have been depressed before? Nobody's looking. How many of you have been grateful before? Okay. How many of you have been both at the same time? Can you? I can. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, researchers have found that people who tend to be more grateful have more brain activity in the medial prefrontal cortex, the area associated with learning and decision making. This brain activity persisted a month later suggesting that gratitude has a long-lasting effect, okay? So there's the science part of it. Here's my part of it. Um, a number of years ago, I went to a women's retreat, and this woman stood up, and she presented this table with all these hats, and I was intrigued. And it ended up that this woman had a story to tell, and she shared it with hats. Now, I'm, I'm very visual. I don't know about you guys, but I'm extremely visual. And so I'd like to share this with you and, and give you something to hold on to or to possibly help and remind you in moments that you might need this to remember. Okay? So, you ever seen somebody in a really ugly ass hat? I mean, an ugly hat? <laughs> God forgive me. <laughs> so um, it's 1986. <clears throat> I've just left my husband. I've had it. What little bit I have, I shoved in the car, got in the car, and drove to my mother's house. And of course, I had to run home to mama. 
Mama, please, please, please let me move in with you. Can I please move in with you? This is a woman who's gone through a divorce twice and has finally been able to get on her own two feet, buy her own home, and be on her own for the very first time. And here I come. Mama, please, please. And of course she said yes. So I moved in. Would you say that was a dark time in my life? Yeah. I can even tell you that at that time I was, let's see, there's more to this. Okay, there's, there's this, there's this, the darkness, and then there's this pretending that I'm okay. Know what I'm saying? So I can go out in public and be fine. But I go back to mama's house and I can smoke a joint. I can snort some coke, I can drink some alcohol, I can smoke a cigarette, I can do whatever I need to do to numb myself, right? And I'm miserable. Isn't it amazing what we can do to ourselves in regards to our feelings and our emotions and to numb it out? So days go by, and I finally decided I'm not going to be married anymore ever again. I'm going to be me. So... Mom and I are going to grow old together. Mom and I are kind of, we're besties, y'all. We're besties. So I'm feeling a little bit better. A little bit better. Yes? A little bit better. My mom and I are besties. We're having a good time. We have the house together. We have the greatest sense of humor together. We fight together. We go to the same church together. Oh, I forgot to tell you. If I didn't go to church, she would not let me move in with her. And I said I'd do anything for room and board. So I did. And that was, that was in 1986, and I've been going to church ever since. So four years go by. She's a realtor. She'd take me everywhere to go look at houses. And I go, Mom, stop. I don't want to go look at another damn house. Don't make me go look at another house. I don't. Oh, come on, Janice, the best house ever. They were all the best house ever. But we were having fun, and we were having a good time, and she lived her life, and I lived mine, and we were growing together and learning the spiritualness of life, enjoying each other. God, I love that woman. I can't tell you how much I love that woman. And we get a phone call one day. She's out at a spa in Dallas with my sister, and the phone rang, and it's her doctor. And he says, I need to talk to your mother right away. And I said, she's not here. And he goes, you don't understand. I need to talk to your mother right away. So it just so happened that big honking cell phones had just come out. And my mom got one because she was a realtor. So I called my mama. I said, you got to come home. Doctor's called. He said, he needs to talk to you. And she comes home, and I, uh, the images, she's sitting on the bed. My sister's sitting next to her. I'm standing there. She's got the phone up to her ear. And she says, cancer, where? In the liver. Where did it start? We don't know. Okay, what do I need to do? And the procedure begins. And within nine months, she was gone. So, I lost mom. I lost my best friend. I lost my home. as I knew it. 
Is that a dark day? Mm. Yeah. I remember standing in the bedroom talking to a lady saying, what in the heck? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? She's gone. She's dead. What the heck am I going to do? How am I going to make it on my own? What in the world? I have no idea what to do next. If I had five more, I'd lay it on me. The depth of the pain was so intense that I couldn't even move. Can anybody relate to that? I've been there. I don't know if you have, but, you know, there was a beauty in it somewhat that my, my mom died at home in her recliner with all of us around her. She took her last breath, and that, that in itself was amazing. But the process was more than I could handle. And so at that point, oh, y'all are going to love this one. We have an estate sale. Us four siblings get together, and we split up what we want. And, and we have an estate sale, and this woman comes in, and she bought my mom loved moo-moos. <laughs> y'all remember moo-moos? Yeah. My mama loved moo-moos. So this woman comes in, and she buys all of mama's moo-moos. And then the, you wouldn't even know what a moo-moo is? No, oh, I thought big, flowy, anything could fit in it, <laughs> comfortable, very comfortable. And this woman buys this one that I told her, I said, well, you're getting the best one because this is my favorite. And she had the audacity to show up in it the next day at my mother's house to buy more. And that's when it all hit me. Right? So, mother's gone. What do I do? Mother's gone. What do I do? Mother's gone. What the heck do I do? Now. Oops, sorry. Now. Now. God is speaking. <laughs> I moved into an apartment, and I lived on my own for the very first time in my life. I was 30 years old. I know a lot of you can relate to that. A lot of people haven't ever lived on their own, but that was huge for me, right? Been on my own for four years, didn't date, didn't want to date, wasn't going to marry anybody. Everybody's saying I'm just like my mama. My mama's been married twice, divorced twice, not going there. So I'm, I'm living in my apartment. And, and what is happening is even though there is that base, you guys, of woundedness, yes, the woundedness, you know what I'm talking about? The wound, the pain, the whatever's there. There were days that got better. So I'm still hurting. I'm still hurting. And yet, I feel a little bit better. I didn't fit right, but I feel a little bit better. I'm doing okay. And then I got really hungry in the spiritual stuff. I don't know about you, but boy, when I hit bottom, spiritual was where I ended up. I was so hungry and so curious about what the heck all this meant. My dad died when I was 28 at, at the age of 54 of cirrhosis of the liver. My mom dies at 57. What? What God of my understanding, 
and I still don't get it today. The God of my understanding would create something to the effect that, I know this sounds crazy, I'm with somebody for 20 some odd years and then they're jerked out from underneath me and I never get to see them again. Know what I'm saying? I know that's not true. Everybody breathe. Somewhere along the way, I'll see him again. I just don't know when, how, or whatever. But I know that it's a challenge. And some days are good. Some days not so much. So I took classes, man. I took as many classes as I could. And I just want you to know through this process of studying, of learning about gratitude, I thought it sucked. Gratitude, my butt. <laughs> what am I to be? What do I got to be grateful for? I'm in a one-bedroom apartment, sitting by myself. You know, everybody else has a life but me. How good did that one sound? I got to find a good one for that. Oh, it, that's that one, that pitiful one. Nobody had life but me. What am I gonna do? So I started getting involved in church, which is a good thing to do. And I volunteered, and they had a singles group, which y'all, well, no, I'm not going to go there. Never mind. Pardon? Go for it. I did, and they were the sickest bunch of people. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but I'm going to say it. I'm going, ooh, single men at church. Oh, my God, this is the best. But then I realized single men in a church, they were forced to come. It was their last resort. <laughs> and if they didn't go, something was going to happen next, right? So anyway, I quit doing that. So the process being, and what I want you to see here is, in my learning of gratitude, yes, I still, I was here yesterday, y'all. I was here yesterday. Can I tell you why? Do you want to know why? Yeah. It's about loving yourself all the time. And I didn't yesterday. I forgot again. Can we forget? Sometimes? Maybe? Yeah. I had my beloved with me. He was talking to the sister that hadn't spoken to me in four years. Uh-huh. <laughs> we went to a family function. I got two sisters that haven't talked to me in four years, and some of you know about it because of our book studies. One of them walked up to me who has not spoken to me in four freaking years. She built a brand new house. She moved somewhere. I don't have her phone number, her address, or anything. And she came up and hugged me yesterday and said, it is so good to see you. Okay. And I went, really? <laughs> Help me here. <laughs> I'm so confused. So there are moments that I get caught up. But where's that coming from? Is it from my heart or my head? Oh, my God, my head, my head, my head. That's what the hats are about, you guys. It's always from the head. I am so grateful today for my life. I am so grateful. My life is amazing. 
And even though I still itchy about it sometimes, it is amazing. I have the most amazing man in my life. I have the most amazing fur babies in my life. I have the most amazing friends in my life. I have the most amazing, beautiful church here in my life. Amen? Amen. Yeah, I really am grateful. So what happens is something shifted in me. And it does take practice, 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 practice. How many are you willing to do what it takes to feel that gratitude every day? Not just at Thanksgiving, not just in November. I have this beautiful thing I've started doing, bless you, about 10 years ago. And I saw it on Facebook, but I just love it. So I have a jar that sits. We're in an old house, so it's one of those old telephone stands in the hallway. Yeah, one of them. And I have a jar, and it says, good things inside. And then I have, Lynn gives me a uh, Louise Hay calendar every Christmas that has little affirmations on And each day when I peel the page off, I write five gratitudes on the back of that page and fold it and put it in that jar. And on New Year's Day, I got 365 reasons to be grateful and to be reminded and to know that life is really good no matter what my head is telling me, right? Is it important? It's, it's, that, it's that head thing. God love him. He, I know I was, God love this man <laughs> for what he has to put up with. Because all the way home from this celebration yesterday, how dare they? Wait, wait. How dare they talk to me, even acknowledge me? And then I find out that my two sisters, who are BFFs now, and the youngest one that built the house, I am so sorry I'm being snarky right now, but that's how I feel. I'm being real, y'all. I'm being authentic. That's all I'm saying. I adore. She was my bestie. She and I were tight. And whatever happened, happened. And she is now, again, devastated, heartbroken, whatever you want to use. Anyway, those two are together with their spouses. And then I have an uncle on my mom's side that I haven't seen in a little while. He and his girlfriend were there. And um, my cousin from my dad's side. And they're all staying at my sister's house. That's only an hour away from where we are. Were we told they were there? No. <laughs> and I did my best in the moment. I was good when I, I did. I was decent in at, please say yes. <laughs> I did okay there. He's still not shaking his head. Okay. I did okay there. But it's what's. What, hap- what happens in the car afterwards when I go here, okay? So we have to be really mindful of how we take on what, what we have going on in our lives. So the gratitude practice every day, man, I make a point to write those. I don't know. How's the hair looking, y'all? <laughs> like that's important. It is so important, and, and that gratitude list touches me. It, it is a habit now. I have to do it every night. I do it every night. 
and it's it's a blessing. And I have to say, sometimes I can't think of something to write on there. There are days. But what happens is the affirmations on the other side, I read it and I go, oh, yeah, there you go. And I just write that down. And I got to remember to love my mom and my dad, no matter how they were back then. They did the very best they could and made me who I am today. Gratitude. Be grateful for where you're from. I thank God every day that my mom and dad chose to have me. With everything that's going on today, with everything that's going on today, thank you for having chosen to have me. Thank you. Thank you for the wounds that I have today that helped me become that gracious and giving individual that I say I am. Thank you for learning how to deal with certain things so that now I can be a mentor to teens in high schools to help them learn to be different than what I had to go through at their age, which was hell. Thank you. I am so grateful that I have that ability. Thank you for helping me find this church and getting to connect with Melinda and you. Gratitude is so important and it really does change the brain because you feel different. You feel really different. So we move on, finally. Let me see. Okay, so then, um, I'm working in a company, minding my own business. I don't know if I have it on right, but it's cute. And I'm minding my own business. <clears throat> and I'm in my cubicle, and I just got transferred from one department to another, and I'm putting up my Betty Boop paraphernalia in my little cubicle. And this guy walks by and goes, Betty. And I went, no, Janet. It was him. Yeah. Who'd have thought? 29 years later, and we're opening up the Betty Boop Museum. So we got things going on, things, things that you could have never told me ever in my life, <coughs> ever in my life, that my life would be so beautiful. No, that's not right. Ah, that things would be so beautiful. Truly, truly grateful. Is it on right? Does it look good? Y'all, how would you feel? And, and this is the biggest piece of all. I love hats. I never had the guts to wear them. Until one day I saw this woman do this attitude of gratitude. And I went, oh, my God, I got to do that. Can I do that? And she said, please. So we started hunting for hats at the antique stores and the flea markets and stuff. And, oh, my God, all of a sudden it's like, okay, let's find another hat. Let's find another hat. So where am I today? I'm half-assed. <laughs> oh, my God, Melinda's going to kill me. So... There is just a portion of me here, just a portion, and I want you to know why. 
because of the trauma that that has uh, and the PTSD and the and all that verbiage they give you that I experienced as a child, I am really really working hard on bringing that stuff up so that I can heal it. Because that wound, until it's healed, what does it you say, baby? What does it you say, baby? I, I put you on the spot. Until this wound is healed, nothing else is going to matter. Life can be exquisite. You can have all the money in the world and healthy as possible and have a scenery around you that is unbelievable, but until that wound is healed, it ain't going to matter because that's the baby that's controlling everything right there. And, and everybody has it, a small one, big one, whatever. So, so let me say that this is here quite a bit, but we can... Also, <laughs> this is my favorite. We can also, no, that doesn't even work. We can also feel good about ourselves. We can also carry ourselves beautifully. We can also love ourselves. We can also be reminded that God loves us. We can also be reminded that, that we are the most important most important person in our lives. Everybody else is too, but who's the most important for you? You know the saying, mask drops off in the airplane, well, who do you put it on first? Thank you. Most people say the other person, which is not true, because we're all dead then, right? So, to wrap it up, you guys, I just want you to know the gratitude of, of just being grateful. I mean, how many of you feel grateful today? Do you feel grateful about something? I hope. And if you don't, find something. Just the tiniest little thing. I woke up this morning. I didn't hurt this morning. I have a little kitty that's under my blankets. I rescued a cat and brought it home. And God, here we are another with ten cats. But, but he, she's under the blanket feeling safe next to me. God. Oh, if that ain't gratitude, I don't know what is. Right? I got a roof over my head. Heat. A car that runs, food, people that love me. You hear what I'm saying? So we can go day to day from either your choice, always your choice. How good did you look in this? I know there's a jewel in there somewhere. I'm trying to hide it. Okay, here's the deal. You have a choice of this or I just had this made for today or this. There's a peace bird on the side that says hope, I think. Faith. Faith. That says faith, my Swarovski crystals, and the prettiest green feathers ever. Could I feel good about myself right now? Yeah. Am I grateful? Yeah. 
I sure am, you guys. Grateful for you being here. Grateful for you listening to me. Thank you for letting me share with you. Fill your hearts up with that gratitude. And if you're in a day that doesn't feel grateful, think of a hat. You know, remember, just remember a hat. If you need a good one, just picture a pretty hat that you like. I'm very visual, and it helps. Gratitude is one of the most important things on our journey. Don't forget to be grateful for you. Don't forget to love you. Don't forget to know you're the bestest thing since sliced bread. And I thank you for your time. <clears throat> and so now, in that state of mind, if you're willing, and I know you are, uncross your legs, unload your laps, put your feet on the floor, feel that groundedness, and do me a favor and just take a deep breath in and let go of the crap. That beautiful crap. Because right here and right now, what we want is that connection with Source. That connection with that beautiful universal Source that flows through us Take another deep breath in and exhale all the stuff. Just be free. Feel the freedom of what gratitude can bring to you.
Know that you're loved. Know that you're blessed. Know that you are the most important thing in this world right here, right now. And without you, we would be lost. And I'm very grateful that each and every one of you are here present and out there watching. So when you're ready, just kind of wiggle your toes and open your eyes. And come back and be. Thank you. I'd like to invite Lynn to come up. You come in. Come on, Lynn. Oh, good morning, everyone. Friday was uh, what we call Veterans Day, and I'd like to, I'm grateful for this opportunity to remind us of where that day came from, uh, how it came into being. At the 11th minute of the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month in 1918, the world agreed to lay down their arms stop killing one another, and create a world of peace. So it was designated as Armistice Day and celebrated uh, every day after, every year after that uh, as a day of peace. After World War II, the U.S. Congress um, decided to morph that day into, they renamed it Veterans Day and morphed it into a day of uh, militarism, um, in addition to recognizing uh, veterans. And <clears throat> so I'd like to, um, again, just remind us of where the day came from and that it originated as a day of peace, uh, a day of um, loving the world, our neighbors, looking inside at ourselves and looking for where those uh, battles are, are currently being drawn and try to heal them, try to bring peace to them. As, uh, as celebrated on Veterans Day, uh, if you have served or you'd like to represent someone who has served, please stand to be recognized so we can uh, appreciate uh, your time of service. Thank you. And to go along with that, I'd like to read this poem by Susan Helene Kramer. You gave for peace with courage that families may be free so children could grow strong and safe they'd ever be. In giving for the sake of peace, you may have suffered loss. Your body may still show its wounds from taking up the cause. May remembrance of your time away 
your sacrifice for peace. Spur us on to strive more strongly for freedom that there will be release. From causes that sent some away to fight that we may freely live, with gratefulness we thank you, veterans, for all you gave and give. Thank you.